Hi, this is Jeremy the Impact York from Strong Style, Board Check, and That Sports Show. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your pro and college football betting needs and sports info this season. Find all the latest football league developments, game matchups, news, including this year's opening games. BetOnline is also your continued source for all your sports wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. BetOnline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite sports and events, including MLB, MMA, boxing, and golf. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and actions. BetOnline, where the game starts. for Up with the White and Gold, featuring GT John Watts, and I'm Jeremy the Impact York. How you doing tonight, John? Yeah, I'm doing pretty good. You know, we're uh, coming off a bye week, so, I mean, we're pretty calm, fairly calm weekend here. Um, looking forward to this week and our infamous Thursday night ESPN game. Yep, and we will get more into that in a second, but first, I got to tell you the fun things, like... If you would like to follow the show, leave us a question, comment, suggestion, rating, review. Uh, we still we're, we are still accepting treasure maps. If you would like to send those as well, uh, only valid ones. So let us know if it's already there. In fact, if you want to dig it up too, we'd appreciate it. Uh, ways you can do that is anywhere you find a podcast, including the iTunes Store, Spotify, Podcast One, any of those amazing places. If there's a place you get a podcast that we are not, let us know. We will happily fix that. You can email the show. 3endzone at gmail.com. That is the number 3, E-N-D-Z-O-N-E at gmail.com. If you want to put something subject line about tech, that would be great. If you don't, we'll figure it out based off what you write. Uh, If you want to find us on Facebook, you can easily search for us, Impact Media, up with the white and gold, Jeremy York, John Watts, any of those. You could probably just ask around in circles, and they'll probably point to the weird guys in the corner. That's us. If you're one of those people who just likes to click a link and listen to the show, go to Twitter at Team Impact Media is where you can do that for all the Impact Media shows. If you would like to follow me on any of the social medias for uh, show content and more, at the Impact 99 on Instagram, Twitter, Triller, or TikTok. And I believe you are GA Tech John on all of those, correct? Yeah, pretty much. Uh, John, um, don't worry if you weren't Lauren. Again, we told you last week when I talked about that. Um, <laughs> and like we said, follow him for show content. If you follow me on TikTok, you're going to follow me for no content. Which I don't need to post there. So, um, <laughs> there, I'll find email if you find me 
spot him. So and I, I can't believe that we're eight episodes in and we have not addressed a particular elephant in the room. When we say he is G A Tech John, that is no H in that whatsoever. That is J O N, which is I don't know why we haven't said that yet. Because you know, oh, I'm I'm around the last thirty eight years, and you know, I just got used to it, and I got tired of correcting people. I mean, sometimes I'll still do it. Sometimes I'm just like, eh, whatever. Right. Well, you know? my point is, if somebody puts in GA Tech John and puts an H in it, that will not find your content. That will find somebody else, some other random person who is wondering why they're getting DMs from uh, Georgia Tech fans. This is very true. As long as they get the cash app right, it's okay. Right, yeah. We'll always take that. We got all the fun stuff out of the way. So, you just said coming off the bye week, we got to go through the checklist to see if you won the bye week. Did anyone get arrested from this football team? Not that I know of. I didn't hear anything either. And I drive past that place a couple times a week. By a couple times, quite a few. Didn't see or hear anything. Um, did anybody leave the team whatsoever or get dismissed or take an early Christmas vacation? Mm, not that I know of. We were talking about it a little bit last week, but I haven't heard anything since the show, our last show. So so far, two for two. And then the third thing, um, any big controversy of the negative kind? Because we're going to talk about the positive kind in a minute. Um, I mean, I've read some stories. Not, I'm not in the football, but um, I know we do only talk about football. There, there were some things going on um, involving our basketball coach. Um, ah, yeah. Was that the but, uh, was that the stuff? From, was that the stuff from a couple years ago that he got cleared of? Yeah, he definitely got uh, cleared of. We uh, we had. Uh, so volunteered information that he was involved um, in some things. And um story came out today that the, the couple that he uh, was involved with uh, have been indicted for um, trying to fraud Georgia Tech and uh, Coach Fassner. Yep, um, I, so, I heard that come across the wire, too, is, is that uh, it turns out they fabricated the whole thing, so – Congratulations to uh, the basketball coach for for getting uh, clear to that. Yeah, definitely. I feel bad for him. I mean, he was just trying to help help the person out, and then you know, definitely are bad people in the world who want to take advantage of him. And like I said, I'm glad he got cleared of it. You know, just the system will take care of the rest. Yep. But let's move on to football because. We were all prepared to have more candidates today. And then Georgia Tech up and, and out of nowhere hired an athletic director. So let's learn a little bit about Jay Bat. And I, and I want to start, I'm going to start with a couple of questions that I know you can answer, and then I will let you get into the information you have on him because I only have fun little tidbits. <laughs> so his first name is Jay, correct? Um, it'd be kind of odd to have just letter J, but, you know, everything I've read, it just goes by J. You know anything different? Now, I, I know the story behind it. 
uh, thanks to the AJC. I think it was – I forgot the reporter's first name. I think it was Segura who was the, yep. uh, on the Georgia Tech beat now. And uh, he, he had a story where he was born Jason Bat, but somewhere early on in school he was in a class where uh, instead of going by Jason, because there was a lot of Jasons, he decided to go by J, J-A-Y. That got shortened to J later on, just the letter J, because he got another class where there were three Jasons already, and so it just kind of stuck, and he's went by J ever since. I mean, it makes perfect sense. I understand exactly where he's coming from. I mean, I mean, I have a very common name as well, and, you know, you can ask people different parts of my life what my name is, and they'll speak something different. I mean, yep. my grandmother called me J.R., my mother called me Johnny, some people know me as Big John, some people call me Joe Nathan, you know, that's the story behind all that, but yeah, I definitely get that. Yeah, so that's that's uh, one of the tidbits that I really have, except for we want to kind of put this rumor to bed, too, we were just talking about it, uh, supposedly, Jay Bat and um, Brent Key. We're both at the University of Alabama for about a year and a half, two-year stretch where it overlaps. We both were able to find out exactly the extent of uh, how much they knew each other. And go ahead and enlighten people on that. So, yeah, this comes in this um, conversation we talked about a little bit last week. Like I said, they were there together. And um, yesterday during kind of media day, you know, a reporter brought it up and asked him about it. Um, and he kind of basically, you know, told everyone, you know, when you're at University of Alabama, you know, you you have your place. And he literally said, you know, you have very little contact with anyone outside your own hallway, maybe like five people. Then, you know, you go into a staff meeting and you have a contact with about 30 people. He said there's very little time to interact with other people. Kind of go to a bubble. So, even though they were there, uh, there hasn't been really a whole lot of interaction uh, between the two uh, while he was there at Alabama. Um, and even, you know, he came on JBAC campus Monday, and at the time of the press um, conference, um, they hadn't even met yet. <laughs> so, I mean, he, he literally said, I haven't even seen him. We've been practicing this morning. You know, they probably had a conversation. He might have met with the head coaches. But he decided he wanted to come. He told the media he'd rather come see the, the media. Than the, he said, I wanted to come see y'all first. <laughs> well, that's good on him for doing that. And, uh, you know, I equated it to we get people all the time that come up to us and and, and uh, end up we, we find out we went to high school with these people for at least two two or three, maybe even all four years that we were there. And if they were in one circle and we were in another, we most of the time we don't know of each other. And so that kind of thing happens. I mean, it happens in a workplace. You know, if, if, if I'm in the mail room and you're in the executive suite, well, there's a pretty good chance that unless you come down to get your mail or I bring it to you that we've never met. So those kind of things happen. Yeah. I mean, you and I were at a soccer game several weeks back, and you know, mm-hmm. we're having – seeing posts of multiple different people that are at that same game, yet I didn't see any of them. Yeah. the same building. 
Okay. But, I mean, that happens. Very true. And just so people are aware, if you are an Atlanta United fan, I went to three games this year. I went to one game, and they scored three goals and one. I went to another game. They made a comeback, and I don't remember if they won or they went. They, they tied it up late. The game that John is talking about is the only one they lost this year. So Atlanta United fans send all your hate mail to him. It's his fault. Oh, okay. I see how that is. Oh. <laughs> Certainly wasn't <laughs> me. I mean, I, I went two and one this year as, as a, being a, a fan when they played. So uh wasn't me. Well, no, he's um, kidding my wife about it. It was a Thrasher's game. Every time she'd go, we'd lose. <laughs> Oh, so, yeah, there's a whole new audience. So, well, no, I don't don't want to bring that on her because then she probably wouldn't be able to leave the house anymore. So (laughs) let's leave that that alone. Let's let's leave the thrasher hate, uh, you know, away from from your front door. Uh, Tell us a little bit about Jay Bat, otherwise known as Jason Bat. Yeah, so um, Jay Bat, you know, he's – to understand the area, he graduated from North Carolina with a bachelor's degree in journalism and with a mass communications. Um, he also had a master's degree from there in sports administration. So he knew a little bit of sports there, art. Um, and if that's enough, not enough for you, uh, Jay Bat is uh, was a member of the 2001 national champion men's soccer team at North Carolina. Um, so. You know, he understands okay. playing sports and you know, managing um, the sports. Um, from there, I mean, we see him like do a lot of positions at uh, different schools. Uh, we he was um, athletics fundraiser, uh, James Madison. Uh, he did at Williams and Mary, um, also at North Carolina. Um, he was in University of Maryland uh, for a couple of years, where he was. Um, executive director of the club staff there. Uh, he also ended up being you know, associate athletic director, uh, executive director of that you know, Terrapin Club over Maryland. So kind of you know kind of moving up the eastern um, coast there. Um, yeah. Speaking of coast, um, he kind of comes back now after that uh, and is. Uh, Senior Associate Athletic Director at East Carolina, um, and also okay. Executive Director of Club, and he was there for you know four years. It's a, really a place where he really developed his fundraising uh, kind of ability, um, and you know, in one year he was able to increase their fundraising sixty percent, um, and then was growing their scholarship funds. Different places where he was able to really um, help not only the staff, the the, um, the players there, um, you know, also you know, helped bring in uh, money to renovate you know, field houses, the stadium, um, different buildings. So he's really kind of developing that fundraising um, kind of thing that uh, he is really grown to be uh, really great at, which. And a great asset for for Georgia Tech. Um, so it's definitely something we're going to need. Um, and I think you and I even talked before the show um, about fundraising, what it means to you know, a team or a, for a school. Yeah. 
business. I mean, some of our programs are definitely um, over the years have kind of decreased in that category. We're not we're not playing on the level that we used to. So you know, that revenue is down. I think um, and, you know the basketball team went to the Final Four when I was there, but you know this hasn't really grown what it was then. But you know he you know, kind of continues to um, build on that, and um, we see him then um, go to where his last position was um, at the University of Alabama. Um, and he's really kind of built on this. Um, looking at, he's the University Presidential Advisory Committee for COVID-19. Uh, so he was one of the main people to help um, figure out from a, you know, from a athletic standpoint, from a for the school on, you know, how to work around, you know, the things that we went through during those years. Um, he's a uh, some of the bigger things he's got, he was um, kind of developed an implementation of a 10-year, $600 million initiative for Alabama. Um, so that's gone toward uh, updating Bride Data Stadium, the Rose Softball Stadium, the athletics facility there. Um, so, I mean, he's really built a lot of their those kind of programs to help improve for for Alabama and these things like I said kind of building up and what he's really done there at Alabama is definitely something that we need you know at tech to kind of help bring in some of that um, you know that revenue so um, I know he wasn't on any of our radars but uh, (laughs) he's a great he was a great hire well what I saw was that um I forgot the guy's title, but uh, was it Angel Cabrera, the uh, the yeah. guy who was leading the search? Yeah, university yeah. president or something, I think. Yeah, yeah. But uh, he used a search firm to generate a list and to uh, to you know dig up some stuff on on all the people he was looking at, and apparently this he was the Jay Bat was the leading candidate from the search firm that they used, and so that that's why he was one of the first people they talked to, and from the time they talked to him, they said, yeah, I think you're it. Yeah, and I definitely see see why they did that. I mean, it's it's great, and, and I think it'll be it's a great hire and great. Uh, I think so. I think uh, it'll be pretty good. Looking forward to uh, what he does here. Yeah, I think he's going to do some pretty good stuff. I just uh, I decided is that him. I decided, you know, of all the, yep, that's definitely him. You know, of all the search firms and things you could do, I was going to equate it to, uh, you know, combing through resumes on LinkedIn. Well, I found his LinkedIn page, so I, that's why I was going to look at it. Um, full profile, of course. You'll see that I'm looking at it, and he'll be so impressed. Uh, yeah, all the stuff you mentioned is on here. He's done... Um, he is. He has been all over the place. A lot of leadership roles is what I see, and like you said, a lot of fundraising, and a lot of getting, getting the house in order, so to say. And I, I think that very much is what 
Georgia Tech needs. I don't think it's a culture problem. I think it's a getting your house in order type thing. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, you know, when you know he had his um, kind of press conference or an introductory kind of news conference, you know, he mentioned you know, all the sports are important, but success broadly is really important. Um, you know, and of course in the football program, but I mean, he's he's coming in here and you know, saying like he definitely has that broad view of. You know, we want to make sure um, everything's going good. So, you know, his word, resource generation, development, fundraising, uh, developing a long, long-term plan for different administrations, partnering, opportunities. So he's definitely, I mean, already coming in, and you know, he's got that idea on his mind. So where you can kind of go and what you can do. The only the only thing I, I see is I, mean, I don't know if it necessarily be a, a knock against him or anything, but on his LinkedIn profile here, he doesn't have a picture up. I don't know why he doesn't have one of those. Was it weird? He definitely has a picture. He, um, he's still up on the Alabama website and being a member of their team has his picture up. Yeah, and well, and uh, I saw even on I think he's on the Tech website now, and it yeah. seems like all athletic directors take that same like preppy high school photo that they all have the same haircut, the same look and all. I mean, he's a, he's a good dude, but that's all I, that's, if that's all I could find against him, then you must've had a really good guy. He just, he takes the same stock photo that every other athletic director does. And it's just funny. I don't know. The same one, but this one, he got like a, almost looked like flannel print coat, blue. Yeah. Not just red tie and like a half smirk. I mean, it's like when you do your senior photos and they have like three jackets you can wear if you're a guy, and they have like four dresses you can wear if you're a girl, and it's practically you just you you just lay them over the top of you, take the photo, and then you you leave and go back home. You know, because you take them during the summer. It's it's like right. uh, oh, you're the new athletic director. Oh, so uh, what size are you? A one, two, three, or four? Great. Here's the blue blazer. It's got the the inlays of the flannel, as you said, and uh, needs you to comb your hair over to one side or the other, preferably, you know, right to left, and then just look into the camera. Don't smile. Yep. But like uh-huh. I said, we're just we're having fun at his expense a little bit. But uh, it's it's because I know you're super excited. I'm actually excited about what you can bring to the table. I'm excited that I think he's he's gonna. He's going to really give Brent Key an, an opportunity to keep that job and to, to remove the interim from there. And that's what I was worried about was whichever AD comes in is going to want to bring their guy in and not give him a fair shake, and that's not fair to him. Right. Yeah. And, um, I was thinking about it earlier. I mean, he had a speech, and, I mean, what he's going to look at kind of rolling. And uh, just kind of randomly looking on Twitter earlier and, you know, he's already got his – I don't know if he had one before, uh, but he definitely has a new uh, Twitter handle. Uh, yes, I said handle. Um, <laughs> his, his Twitter name, if anyone wants to go follow him, is at GT Batman. <laughs> oh, he's already he, – yep, he just got – he got more points in my book for that. I was like, yeah, that's, that's a great way to – you know, incorporate the new school and play off your old name. 
Oh yeah. Like, all right. I mean, I mean, why not? I'm sure people call him that anyway. Right. He's like, I mean, he's gonna ask me how that is fantastic. In fact, I'm going to go follow him right now as we're saying that. Why not? Right. I have to find it. What did you say it was? So, at uh, GT Batman, um, spelling it like a class name. Oh, come on, come up here. Oh, there he is. He's got the same stock photo. <laughs> God. Man, he's killing me there. <laughs> All right, he has a new follower. I should, I suggest you guys go follow him as well. Yeah, DT Batman, B-A-T-T-M-A-N. Yeah, I mean, he, he looks like he looks like the AD from from uh, Georgia State. That's why it's so funny to me. He looks like he could be his cousin or something. It's It's hilarious. <laughs> Seems to have a nice family there. He has a good, he has a good Twitter. He keeps it clean. It looks like and has a good time. So, oh yeah, he's definitely. Uh, I don't know really touch on that, but he does. You know, has a wife and two sons. And he seems yeah. to not be afraid to respond. So keep that in mind and keep it fan friendly, guys. Yep. So hey, you got your AD. That's that's uh, and uh, looks like it'll. We're going to see what Brent Key, unless it completely goes off the rails, there's a pretty good chance that he'll see the end of the season, and we'll see where they go from there. Yeah, definitely. Um, I almost kind of said it earlier, but, um, I mean, um, AD, so J-Bat did kind of basically hint that he's in no hurry to hire a football coach. Um, He said, you know, once – Certainly, the football program is important. Once I get here, I'll certainly dig into it and spend time around that. But it was not his. Um, and so, I also said, we'll certainly tackle the football decision in time. So, don't, friends, don't expect anything in a hurry. So, uh, like I said, I definitely think that we'll, we'll probably finish out the season and maybe in the offseason kind of decide where we go. But, you know, that's, that's up to him. And, but yeah, I don't see it happening anytime soon. And I will extend. I will extend this here, uh, courtesy of the show. Uh, we will dig into the coffers here and come up with the dough for it. Uh, Coach Key, that offer for uh, lunch at the varsity still on me. And uh, you know, uh, new athletic director Jay Bat. If you would like to join us, or hey, if you don't want to eat with with us, that's fine. If you want to eat on your own, let me know. Lunch at the varsity on me. Uh, glad to have you guys in the fold. That being said, if you would like to send donations to the show, no, I'm kidding. Really, we can we can <laughs> afford lunch at the varsity for a couple of coaches and ads. I think I think we'll be okay with that. But still, if you would like to, no, I'm just kidding, guys. Uh, <laughs> uh, already got the commercial out of the way on this one as I uh, started off the show. So let's jump right into this Thursday night matchup with University of Virginia that are one and four in their last. I guess they won their opener, and then they are one and four in their last five. Uh, the the thing that I want to bring up again, I, I I said it before the show. I think I said it early in the season. How in the world do you guys keep getting prime time games? These these Wednesday games, these Thursday games, these 
7 and 7.30 and 8 o'clock Saturday games. I mean, nothing personal, but to start the year, it's not like you guys were – it wasn't the AD and it wasn't the coach that was getting this attention. And it, it certainly wasn't, you know, it wasn't the play on the field. So how in the world do you guys keep getting these primetime games? Um, I mean, I don't know. I mean, outside of the Thursday night, that's been kind of a long kind of thing that we've done with uh, ESPN. Um, it's been a long time since the beginning, so I, mean, I may be wrong, but I think maybe we might have been one of the first, or if not the first, uh, school to do the ESPN Thursday night game. Um, mm-hmm. But that one aside, Definitely not. Uh, definitely not the way. I mean, the last few years have gone. That our kind of picking up that maybe it's maybe somewhere in those those networks outside of the agreements that we do have with certain networks. Um, yeah. Maybe someone's just you know hoping that we can come out of the swamp like the rest of us are. But yeah, it's it's a good question there. Like, it doesn't make really a whole lot of sense to see us in a like a three thirty game or a four o'clock game when there's like a big one at three thirty. Yeah. Um, or like you were saying, like Georgia State can't is not getting any kind of love, and you know we're just down just down the street. I do have an idea. I think I know why you're getting all this attention. Okay. It is it is four simple words and uh it, it is gonna be our uh I'm gonna start trying to do this weekly shout outs. Uh weekly Georgia Tech shout out, the answer to why I think you're getting all these big primetime games. Albert Whiteside the fourth. That is that's <laughs> why. And, and okay. if you guys if you guys know Alberto then then uh you know what we're talking about and uh shout out to Albert. We definitely do need to hang soon. I know that will be the first thing he says when I give him a shout out. Uh, he actually, I mean, the fun part was is I met him because he was one of your roommates at Tech. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, he was a roommate of my uh, junior year at Tech, but I didn't meet him, you know, before that. Um, just, you know, one of the guys on campus and, you know, we hung out and you know, go to the games. Um, and then, like I said, we did end up uh, rooming. I mean, it was a safe room together. I mean, the dorm was more like a a four room hotel room kind of looking thing. Um, it was you don't have your own bedroom, and there was a living room like in the middle. Um, and to be honest with you, if anyone's listening still knows anything from back then, I honestly didn't really know the other two people. Um, <laughs> it was a credit to Albert that we all wanted to room with him. <laughs> Yeah, uh, like none of none of us really knew each other, but we all knew him, and you know yep. that's who Albert was. You you know Albert, or you at least know someone who knew Albert. <laughs> um, that's just the way it was, and it was great because you know he if you knew him, um, he was good. Uh, he used to joke around that he uh, he'd walk in the room and yell your name out if he knew you were in the building. So and then he actually did it. Oh, yeah. He's done it multiple times with us. Oh, yeah. Um, and just some of the hilarity and things and uh, what he's been able to do, you know, post-college. Um, definitely praise him. Yep. 
Yeah, that's a hilarious. <laughs> yep. Shout out to Albert. You know, he's, maybe we'll do that from here on out each week. We'll try to highlight uh, a tech fan that we know for some reason. Uh, you know, whether they went there, they just they grew up. Uh, I know, I know a handful of other ones. I, I didn't know it until the other day when they started commenting on the show. But yeah, I, I think we'll just start doing that. Some kind of weekly shout out. But uh, let's get into this game with Virginia. They come in at two and four, as I said. They love to fling the ball, as uh, their quarterback Armstrong has thrown for over 1,300 yards. The weird thing is, he only has five touchdowns. He's thrown seven interceptions. Uh, their running back only has 320 yards and two touchdowns, and their leading receiver has 449 yards. So they're spread that around, but sometimes it feels like the execution of the offense, they're just not scoring. Yeah, that's definitely an uh, issue there. They're seeing, like I said, you know, he's uh, 68 in passing, and he's only getting about a little over 220 yards a game. Mm-hmm. Um but again, it's not all on him. They're getting about four yards, less than four yards per carry. And they are next to last in, you know, only Boston College has allowed more sacks than them among the ACC. Wow. So, I mean, they've definitely, they've definitely got some issues there. Um, their defense, uh, on the other hand, um, is great at creating turnovers. I know we didn't only talk about a thing, so I think turnover game is going to be one of the bigger things, and this is um, controlling that and being able to get through that line. If we, okay, they're allowing a lot of sacks, so we can definitely capitalize on that. Uh, have our defense line get through. Yes, that was definitely a, a that was definitely a point I was going to make with the the three keys is yep. the. The, the ability that, you know, this Tech defense has kind of come alive here here lately, uh, kind of in the Brent Key era. But it was starting to right at the end of, of Collins' tenure. But Brent Key is really kind of – sometimes he's setting these guys up in the right situations, and then when the time is right, he's he's just letting them go and letting those guys uh, get home, as they say, and and uh, pretty much be the, the new running backs for the other team because they, they're back there taking everybody out in the backfield. But um, the, th- the only thing I see is ESPN. This game is going to be on ESPN uh, at 7.30. Is the over-under is at 47. Now, I feel like that is a little low. Vegas, you can do better than that. They're going to score more than 47 <laughs> points because unless it's 27 to 20, they're not going to hit 47. It's going to go over that. You, it's ACC. It's during the week. That means a lot of times the defenses aren't healed up enough. You tend to get more points scored during the week. It's just a weird statistic. Maybe maybe this is also Vegas trying to get us to bet more on, on the over. But, uh, yep, besides that, it, it seems like if, if Tech can get everything going, the averages are a little off because, you know, when, when they say stuff like uh, they're, they're averaging 332 yards a game, they're probably averaging close to 400 the last few weeks. They were just averaging 200 for the first part of the, of the season. So it's starting to average out that way. But I feel like if Sims and crew can get everything going, they should be able to uh, cruise to a pretty good win. This is going to be at home. It is probably going to be – no, it's actually going to warm up for this game. Imagine that. It's been cold as crap for two days. It's going to be cold again tomorrow. But it's going to be fine by the time they play. Yeah. Um 
double things he's going to capitalize on there. You know, I think maybe one of those things that are kind of um, playing that is that you know, we are the lowest scoring team in the ACC. Um, we're averaging seventeen, a little over 17 points a game. Um, so maybe you've got a word factoring, but, you know, and if you score 23, you get the team that scores 20, you're going to win a game. Uh, so, yep. I mean, really, we might score low, but we're just keeping them of course, still scoring more than we did. So, I mean, at the end of the day, um, we're not looking to worry about ranking. So, yep. you know, a free and free team, we're not going to look at ranking, but you do want to look at those wins. Um, to, you know, potentially um, play in championships. Um, so, yeah, definitely um, think about it there, but I think definitely um, I kind of looked earlier um, that we are expecting uh, Jeff Sims to play um, mm-hmm. and we're expecting Malachi Carter to play. Um, both of those kind of had some injuries on the last game, but we are expecting them to play. Um and then I looked at the, you know, the death chart on Twitter earlier, and they are listed as the, um, the top part in their category. So I think we're definitely uh, good there. Um, and we kind of joke around and kind of talk about it. As, uh, Charlie <laughs> Thomas did not get a carbon penalty. Um, yeah. And, um, so, and Ayanda Ely, um, you know, is working there, and, you know, we mentioned him last week, his, his dad is now a running back coach. Um, so, definitely uh, a lot of good things there. I think uh, we capitalize on those things. We should uh, I would happily go for a third win in a row. Well, let's get right into the three keys to victory then, and uh, I will let you lead it off if you want to lead off with the one you had or come up with a different one. Yeah, I'll kind of continue on that. Like we said, we were talking about the turnover game. Um, I think if we can get through that line and get to the quarterback, you know, sacks will help. Um, but, you know, that can lead into turnovers. Controlling controlling that turnover, uh, we talked about it. You know, we talked about it on the show multiple weeks. We've seen it historically. You know, turnovers can really you know, change a game and um, keep it from doing what they I – mean, teams can drive and turn over, just not do anything with it, and you know, it really affects the game. Um, so I think, yeah, we can uh, control the turnover uh, game. will be – that would help. All right, well, then I'm just going to echo what I said a while ago. I think number two, as you said, Virginia, their offensive line is uh, pretty decent, but they tend to give up a lot of quarterback sacks. I think the, one of the keys for Georgia Tech is to get a lot of pressure on Armstrong or whichever quarterback they end up with in case, uh, in case something happens to him, unfortunately. I hope not, but you never know how things go. Or sometimes early week games, they'll kind of slide somebody different in. But I think that the opportunity for a lot of pressure, you don't necessarily have to have a ton of sacks, but if you're getting pressure and forcing their quarterback to make, make decisions way before he wants to or maybe before the team is ready to, I think that is definitely – uh, the second key and how they are going to win this game. Uh, what do you got for a third key? I think, um, you know, as we kind of talked about before and always kind of talk about it, um, is, you know, controlling the game and not 
kind of letting your head kind of um, get around if you have a lead or understanding you know, where you are. Um, but some of these um, players may not have experienced a you know, Thursday night game in front of ESPN. Mm-hmm. Um, even the coach Brent Keyes, the last time he's seen a Thursday night, um, last time he had been at a Thursday night game or involved with Georgia Tech at a Thursday night game was November 9th the uh, year 2000 when he was a player. Wow. Where we beat Virginia 35 to nothing. Wow. Uh, so, you know, it's 22 years since he's, you know, been involved with tape to have a Thursday night game like this. Um, and that was his actual last home game as a player. So, it's kind of the thing, the different kind of aspect is, you know, we see the record that we both had kind of leading up to this point. Um, historically, the series is 21-21. So no one really has that control over this. Um, we definitely had those years where Virginia or Virginia Tech, there's always a problem. You know, we just don't know what's going to happen. But I really think that uh, controlling the game and like not letting it get away from you, um, as we kind of saw in the fourth quarter, Against Duke. Well, well, there you go. There's our three keys to victory. Uh, congratulations to Jay Bat on being the new director of athletics or athletic director or however they want to spell that out. It's always weird how they do that. But yeah. uh, you got anything else? Um, no, I think we touched on uh, pretty much everything that I had. So in the uh, Little stories here and there, so I think uh, they were good, and I'll forward to Thursday night. Yeah, Thursday night football coming up, 7.30 on ESPN as the Yellow Jackets will welcome in the Cavaliers, I believe, of Virginia, right? Virginia Cavaliers? Yep. I knew that sounded right. <laughs> but uh, we took a break from giving you guys head coaching candidates because you have the new AD. We will fire that back up next week, and we will continue to profile potential candidates that they will probably not pick at all because that's how it went with the AD. So, we, uh, I mean, although, I mean, I did mention Brent Key, so if they stick with him, I guess we'll, we'll be able to hit that one. But other than that, I think that is going to do it for us this week on Up With the White and Gold. He is GT, John Watts, I am Jeremy the Impact York. We will see you guys next week. Make sure to watch on Thursday night as Tech hosts Virginia on ESPN, the Big Four Letter Network. Until then, go Jackets.